Still hungry? Then stay with us as we delve into the details of banh mi. Vietnam's version of a baguette sandwich shows the obvious influence of both China and France, countries that had a long presence here. The banh mi includes a variety of Vietnamese charcuterie, depending on the maker and the customer. Chinese-style roast pork is customary, but a French-style pâté scented with star anise may be an option too. Secret sauces are often part of the ritual, with the Vietnamese contribution last. Crunchy onions, sliced chilies, fresh herbs, and pickled vegetables. Without them, it's not banh mi. In this demonstration, my farm shows Unilever Food Solutions executive chef Steve Gillaba how to make a classic banh mi with ingredients available in America. Um, we're going to make a sandwich, but I thought that maybe um, talk about the herbs first because um, in Vietnamese cuisine, herbs are such an integral part of the cuisine. Here we have a platter. Um, this is kind of, you could almost call this a table salad, if you will, in, in, at the Vietnamese table. Um, at almost at every family meal, you'll have a, a platter of fresh herbs. And a lot of people, you know, in this country, when they see something like this, they said it looks beautiful, but it, they probably wouldn't think of eating it. But, you know, you've been in Vietnam, you've seen that people like this could easily feed two people, yes. right? Um, sometimes even, you know, one person can eat almost the entire thing uh, if you are to be served uh, a crepe, for example. But one of the most wonderful things about Vietnamese cuisine is all the fresh herbs. Um, many different kinds and this is sort of how um, how we served it. This came from my restaurant, Lemongrass Restaurant, host breaks of rau rum which, which is Vietnamese coriander and you can see this is the way we serve it and when you eat it you eat the whole thing and uh, as you know the the stems are so flavorful and that's why right. we always leave it on and encourage the, the the customers to the guests to uh, to eat the whole thing. So this is Vietnamese um, coriander, rau rum, uh, kind of on the spicy side, wonderful in sandwiches. And I think the wonderful thing is that it's becoming easily available in this country. So for chefs who want to make this in their own operations, I think this should not be uh, too, too difficult to, to get right now. And I'm finding a lot of this actually in the Chicago area, uh -huh. uh, which is really right. good now. Yeah, I'm sure that you're able to get that, Thai basil, right? That's easy. Well, actually, yeah. I can, I you can get almost everything? Yes. Oh my gosh. This, yeah. Sometimes I don't see this. Okay, great. Um, now this one, you know, you could, it's very easy to grow at home. So you can go take, take one of this and just um, root it in a root glass it. of water and then throw it in your okay, backyard. Well, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, Vietnamese um, love uh, basil, uh, Asian basil, also called Thai basil in this country. Uh, we just love this flavor in the, the pho, the beef pho noodle soup. And it's also wonderful in stir fries. And you, the way you use this is not chiffonade style, right. it's, it's but whole leaves, whole leaves, leaves uh, sprigs, uh, cupfuls. Okay, so this is Asian basil. And this is one of my p personal favorite. Uh, you had this in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. uh, you serve this everywhere. Um, Saw leaf herb, also called culantro, and uh, smells uh, just like very intense uh, cilantro. It's in the same cilantro family, so there we have that. Uh, this one here is wonderful with grilled pork and with any salads. It's a uh, red perilla. Can you get this in Chicago? That one I don't know if I've seen, but I probably haven't looked hard mm -hmm. enough. But yeah. It's amazing the amount of stuff that we can get yeah. now. Well, I'm thinking if you're able to get this, they're growing it somewhere, you're able to get this, yes. you probably can get, get this. this. Just ask people to, to, to provide it and the farmers to grow it. Um, but this is red perilla. It's really wonderful. It's the same thing, same families as the shiso used in Japanese okay. cuisine, although it's a little bit more roughly and more serrated. 
Um, we also have another one, which I don't have today. It's um, much smaller, too. Um, right. It's, it's much smaller. Um, but there's also another one called green perilla. It's a relative um, mm -hmm. of, of this herb, all green, and it's very similar to, like, lemon balm. And it's delicious with, um, with uh, grilled meats. Okay. So that's the herb story. Um, what we're going to do right now is um, a Vietnamese sandwich. <clears throat> and it can be a whole category in and of itself. Uh, in Vietnam, you can have cold cuts, you can have chicken, you can have grilled pork. We're going to do it today with grilled pork. Uh, the baguette, of course, is, uh, is the, the French influence in Vietnamese cuisine. And interestingly, in Vietnam, um, you don't see a lot of sandwiches early in the morning. You see the noodle soups. Right, and this afternoon. Just, afternoon, you saw that, right? The, 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 the little card, yeah. The, well, even just carrying it. Just carrying, carrying in a it, setting up a little right. station and, and mm -hmm. making the sandwiches. Mm -hmm. is kind of Isn't that quite an image to see the lady yes. with the conical hats and she's carrying it, you know, the yoke and on her shoulders. And it's so traditional Vietnamese, um, rustic village style. And then all of a sudden you see the French influence in the baguette. And as you know, in Vietnam, the baguette is really, really light. It's made with also rice flour. So that gives it a really nice so light it's a, texture. So it's a blend of flours then? Yes, it's a blend of flour. And we did that probably because we have a lot of rice flour. Rice. But not a lot of wheat flour. flour. We have to import that. But um, so it makes for a very nice uh, light bread. And so what you want to do for this sandwich, the best, the best kind of bread is one that's very airy. Uh, we like a lot of crust. If you cannot buy a, a light airy baguette, you can buy a regular baguette and just take the inside out okay. a little bit. Just give us room. So you want to go ahead and make this? Sure. Um, I'm going to put this aside so eat with an easy reach. And what makes a Vietnamese sandwich particularly um, delicious and particularly wonderful and very different is really the way it's garnished, right? So you're going to do a little bit of mayonnaise in here, okay? And in Vietnam, we like to, in the old days, we used uh, some butter, right? Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of mayonnaise. I'm very <clears throat> happy that you use mayonnaise. Though. Okay, good, <laughs> good. I understand you have some. Yeah, in, in, your, in, in, in your arsenal. Okay, you want to put some pork. Go ahead and uh, you can use chopsticks if you like. But, and also, if I remember the sandwiches, so another piece? Yeah, why not? Or, or normally just one. Normally it's, it's very little. Well, in Vietnam, yes. Yes, so for those, so yeah, for the chefs who are watching their food costs. So you're cost, making this for me now? Yeah, I'm making it for you. But even though, you know, this is only like one and a half ounces here. So we don't have, this is not three ounces, right. you know. Um, so basically, here's what we have. And this is how you traditionally built this. You can you can take pork that's that's been grilled. This one here is basically pork shoulder or pork mm -hmm. butt. Um, leave the fat on. The interesting thing to take note of is notice is this piece came from my restaurant and we will cut the beef very thinly sliced, we partially freeze it, thinly slice, slice and it. slice it along the grain, not against the grain. Because when you do it against the grain this thin, it will fall apart on you on, on the grill. Okay? So that's a secret that a lot of people don't know. Okay, so we got the pork and you want to go ahead, this is what makes Vietnamese cuisine, right? Uh, makes uh, Vietnamese sandwiches. Um, marinated carrots and daikon, okay? okay? And I brought the, you know, the daikon, daikon here, yeah. and <clears throat> I don't know, do you like daikon? Yeah, I do. Okay. It has this, again, light flavor and... Right. Some people don't like it or can't eat it, never had it before. And so what I like to suggest is just put a little bit of it in. It gives a really nice little, um, nice, you know, savory flavor that you don't get from just marinated carrots, okay? So a very essential tool in the Vietnamese cuisine and in Southeast Asian cuisine, we love 
the Japanese mandolin, mandolin, or really any kind of mandolin. But the whole idea is to shred things very small, easy to eat. Uh, we don't use um, forks and knives when we're eating. It, you, you've been in Vietnam, mm -hmm. you see how the ladies at the market just stand right there and just grate everything, everything and julienne everything. So uh, go ahead and put a very generous amount, okay? Even like a quarter cup on this sandwich, quite a bit. Okay, these are marinated, and this is what makes Vietnamese sandwich uh, very special. Okay, and then you want to put some cilantro. Right? And, th and this was, again, it was marinated in, in vinegar, sugar. Uh, vinegar, sugar, and a little um, salt, and that's all. Okay, and it's a, a wonderful thing. You can also, in, in high volume food service, you can get this in pre cut, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, sure. I spec this in for several universities, right. pre-cut, wash them really well, drain them completely, then make this pickling solution mm -hmm. with vinegar and water and a little salt, and you put this in, and if you refrigerate it and you don't stick your dirty hands in there, it yeah, should so last for, for uh, you know, stay nice and crisp for, for, no, for a couple of weeks. Really? Yeah, okay. because it's uh, basically Rather lightly. Pickling. Yeah. yeah. So there we have it. Oh, you know what we haven't done? Put a cucumber in there, and I'm going to take this blade out, and we're going to make some uh, very thinly sliced um, jalapenos. They're very hot, right? So while you're doing that. So you want to get a little. Yeah. I'm going to do it really, really thin. Okay, that's probably good. And you notice how these cucumbers are cut. They're cut kind of chunky, right? Mm -hmm. Now here's when you don't, this is still. Still pretty thick. Pretty, pretty thick for me. So I'm gonna, and you don't want too much. Okay, so here's paper this thin, mm -hmm. just like that, right? And it, the, 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 the dish is complete as is, but because we have so many fresh herbs here, why don't we put some on top, okay? So it's kind of like a salad inside its sandwich, right? And the thing about, um, I think some of the common mistakes made with the sandwich in this country is that people like to make it kind of like the Western style, pack it in way too much. And it really has a very different flavor. You've been in Vietnam, you saw how the sandwich so, was. We're really thin, not a, not a whole lot of stuff inside. No, actually very little amount. You had the bread, but you had all those flavors. And definitely no tomatoes. That's what, yeah, that's because tomatoes are wonderful um, uh, vegetable, but they have a blanding effect sometimes, right? Because they're too watery. Uh, not a whole lot of uh, moisture in here. So um, why don't you close that up? And normally this would, it, the bread split on us. It would just be like a, right. yeah. a uh -huh. pocket there. Right, so basically here, you know, we can serve it like that. And you could, in food service, you could, of course, you could cut it up or you can put some more. Uh, you could serve a side. salad on the side, right? At our restaurant, at Lemongrass Restaurant, we serve it with a little bit of a noodle salad, just mm -hmm. a small amount, right? Just so that it looks really nice and, you know, like gives you a nice little balance. And what do you think of a sandwich that looks like that? I think it looks pretty good. good. You know, it actually perceives a much healthier sandwich, mm -hmm. too, compared to what you normally mm -hmm. see because you see all the freshness of the greens and the carrots and all mm -hmm. that. And then I remember the, the, what we say the cold cuts were like basically pork pâtés either cooked in banana leaves, mm -hmm. or basically a steamed pâté, and sometimes a mm -hmm. liver pâté. Mm -hmm. So it kind of was a mix of different things. Mm -hmm. it, you use everything. You use the pâtés, you use the Vietnamese sausage, which is made by pounded pork with some spices and wrapped banana mm -hmm. leaf, and steamed or boiled, and then you cut into kind of um, nice thick chunks. Or you can do chicken, or you can do the cold cuts, as you were saying. But what makes a Vietnamese sandwich is really when you take a look at it, it's really not a whole lot of protein, right? So 
it's, it's sort of kind of, it's a really wonderful um, kind of idea for people who maybe not looking to eat a whole lot of meat. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but lots of very, it's kind of like a salad, right? It's a half salad, half sandwich. So but it also has a great food cost. Yes, yes it does. Um, it, uh, but the, the important thing is to remember about the marinated uh, carrots, the vegetables, and, um, and the very light airy baguette, and, and try not to overstuff it. Do you want to try it? Sure. Okay. You want to try it with me? Yeah. We'll cut it. We'll, well, we'll cut it. I'm going to not cut it on the slant too much because it will break. So you go ahead and go first. What do you think? You got a full mouth. It's actually really good because the pork is just warm. Mm -hmm. You get a nice mellow from the spices of the pork. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I do at, at the cafes where we serve this is I use a turbo chef, you mm -hmm. know, just to kind of reheat. And basically, we're very busy. We have only one and a half hours really to serve all these customers. And we'll probably do about 400 covers. And so what we will do, we would split it open first, mm -hmm. right? Not completely. We'll put the meat right. in there that's been pre-grilled. And then we will heat it up in there for just 30 seconds. You don't want to brown it. You just want it a little toasty. And the meat becomes a little bit warm. And then we put all the, the vegetables yeah. in and, and it out, out the door it goes. And so it's a wonderful dish to make. It's very fast, um, and it's um, it's very delicious and very different. No, it's great, great flavors. It really yeah. does. So, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome.